polluted the environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uh, 92 FM tonight. It feels like a nice, clean little band. Oh, no, isn't it? Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited. Dirty thoughts, a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. You care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? Coming to you live from central Wisconsin. Here we go. Let's roll. Happy birthday, Laura. Happy birthday to Laura, Laura to you. Congratulations on your birthday. Hope you're having a great day, Laura. Thanks for joining us here today. Thank you all for being here today, as you guys are every day. Got lots of stuff to get to today, obviously. More Durham news in the folds today, so we got to see what's going on there. Techno Fog has a new substack out that talks about yesterday's transcripts. We'll go through what's happening out there today as well, so we'll get to that pretty quick. Uh, what else do I have out there? Mm, I don't know. Lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. So come on in for the ride. We got about two hours of uh, interesting information and stuff that you need to hear. So come hang out with us. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys very much for joining us here today. Hope all is well. Um, basically, we got to kick to kick it off here pretty quick. Check out the, the foxhole.app when you guys get time. Do me a favor. Go to the foxhole.app, make an account. And if you want to help support the channel, the best way you can do that is creating an account there. Um, if you can help share the stream, do things like that. But if you want to help support streamers, the foxhole.app is the best place to do that. The vast majority of your hard earned money goes directly to the streamer, not to the platform. So we, we appreciate everyone out there at the foxhole.app for creating a platform that is user friendly and helps us out, man. Without them, I don't think we'd be able to be doing this right now. So thank you very much for everyone over there at the foxhole.app. Lots of great content out there over there today right now. Salty Nuts just went live. UK Neil's live. Amy Joe God loves you is live. 412 and I'm based Amy Chill Collection. PTP Podcast, Q&A Holes, Sloan TV, WHR Rivero, Patriot News, and Patriot Soapbox all live right now. So if you if you don't like this channel, you can always find something that you like out there with interesting information and perspective from them all. So thank you, thanks for being here today, guys. Knock my socks off first in the house. Good to see you out there. I'm sorry you're not feeling well today. I hope you do feel better soon. Palladius, the, the mods out there, and Chris, thank you guys very much for all you guys do. Tam Growl in the house, keep true. Uh, Tennessee Tim, good to see you out there, my friend. Hope all is well. Thanks for being here today, guys. Check out the website when you get time. It is uncensoredabe.com. That is where you can find everything Uncensored Abe. Uh, and you can find all the information you need to know about the site as I'm trying to do two things at once. Listen to the podcast, Podbean, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, pick one, anyone, great growth in the podcast. And thank you all for that, for all of you that have been supporting the podcast. Um, we've seen a nice, uh, growth streak. Uh, the, the line is heading in the right direction. So thanks guys for spreading the word about the podcast and for supporting the podcast. You can find the, the, my, uh, telegram and true social links at the very top right there. Just click those two and it'll bring you to the website or to the site where my telegram is and stuff. Uh, if you want to watch the show, you can watch it directly from the website. More about me, merchandise, and uh, the archive blog, and how to get a hold of me, all on the website. 
5 Eastern every day, 4 Central, Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, CloudHub, Tiger Network. Looking to expand to other platforms too. We'll see how that works here in the near future. <laughs> I have so many things that I want to do. Just got to find time to do it. <laughs> the previous two shows are always up on the show right there, as well as previous shows that I think you need to see, such as Reawaken Tour in Phoenix and the interview with Dr. Judy Mikovitz. If you haven't seen that yet, you should definitely see that. Help keep the lights on Cash App, PayPal, and Patreon on how you can do that. Thank you to all the Patreons out there and all of you that buy me a cup of coffee through Cash App. Thank you guys very much. I can't do this without you guys. If you can't support me financially, you can always just spread the stream. That's the most important thing to me. The money isn't the issue. It's more about uh, the information. So thank you guys very much for helping spread the stream. Uh, MyPillow is now an official sponsor of Uncensored Abe. So check out MyPillow.com backslash Abe. You can call 1-800-653-7856 and you can use discount code Abe, A-B-E, and you'll get a nice discount and a free gift. They have lots of deals going on right now. They have deals on slippers. They have uh, deals on towels right now, uh, sheets, uh, pillows, six-piece towel sets, all kinds of stuff. Everybody needs towels. Just go to the website, mypillow.com backslash Abe. You get a free book with your purchase, and you get a really nice discount, and you can help me, which is a, a great way to... Uh, you know, to, to help yourself with something that you may need. So there's some like some loungewear maybe or some men's loungewear, stuff like that, body pillows, whatever you need, blankets. They have it all there. MyPillow.com backslash Abe. We, we, we appreciate Mike Lindell and their team for, for doing what they can to help support alternate streamers and alternate platforms. Much love to them. Facebook, True Social, and Gab links are at the very bottom of the screen. You can see those right there. My email address and the P.O. box if you want to send me something. All the information on the website for you guys to see. Check it out when you guys get time. Thanks again for being here today, guys. Everyone over there at the Foxwell.app, thank you guys for being here as always. Keep True again. I was 32 again on the 15th. Ah, happy birthday. Happy belated to you as well, Keep True. Thanks for joining us today. Knock my socks off. Hang in there. Uh, hope all is well. Uh, let me check in with the uh, with Rumble and the other platforms to see what you guys are up to out there. Good crowd always working their way in. Lots of lurkers over there on Tiger Network, Tor3.com. Rumble crowd has worked their way in. Thanks for being here today, guys. Good to see you out there. Hank, knock my socks off. Chris, the mods, all you guys. Thanks for being here today. Do me a favor, hit that plus button on the Rumble bottom left of the screen right there. And subscribe. If you're new to the channel, trust me, you're going to enjoy the way that we uh, present the news here. It's important information that you need to hear. Thanks for being here today, guys. DLive lurkers are in the house. Sorry about the chat. I, it is what it is take all of your money out of d live and put it into a different platform like the fossil.app everyone over there on twitch thanks for being here today guys jeff's jeff rose is out there hanging out the poor laura happy birthday again jc bird in the house good to see you out there my friend i hope all is well on your end comfortably numb much love to you johnny b in the house as well good crowd today thanks for being here today guys much love to you all uh storm rider 70 thrash daddy and uh lynn Vlinquin. New follows yesterday. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for being here today, guys. All the lurkers out there, much love to you all. All right. So what's what's going on in the news today? Men don't need loungewear. <laughs> Birthday suit works best. You know what? I Last night, yesterday, um, I, th this place has a, uh, a built-in fireplace, too. It's got all it's got all the bells and whistles. This place is sweet, man. Um, and uh, But I couldn't get the fireplace to work. I was like, I couldn't. You know, it's one of those things. It's a, it's a, a, one of those highly efficient inserts. You know, gas, and it looks like it's a fireplace or whatever. But it's, it's a pretty nice one, and it's, it's, um, you know, one of the really highly efficient ones that was put in. So the guy kind of, you know, that and a new dishwasher and all the appliances are kind of upgraded appliances. The guy took took care of this place. It was a pretty nice place. Um, but I couldn't get it to work. So yesterday I got it to work, and I had to have the windows open because I wanted to see the fireplace go <laughs> work. 
<laughs> it was like 80 degrees in here, and I had the fire on. Um, so I had to turn it off before my wife got home, and I go, I go, hey, watch this. Push that button. <laughs> it's got a little remote where you can adjust the flame and, the, and everything with it and stuff. It's pretty sweet, man. So got that working last night, and it uh, looks like we might actually need it tonight. It's kind of next next few days here in Wisconsin. It's gonna, the weather's going to be dropping down in the evening into the low 50s and the 40s. So, yep, flip the switch is exactly what the problem was. There was no power to the outlet, and uh, there was a hidden switch that I didn't know what was it, what it was for. I thought it was for an outlet. It was for an outlet. It was for an outlet for the <laughs> for the fireplace. So, yep. Uh, after going over to the uh, to the place where the local dealer where that sells these, I ended up somehow running into the guy that uh, that is the maintenance guy for me. He goes, actually, that's what I do. I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. Come ask you some questions. So he takes me over to the stand and shows me uh, what to do with it and stuff. And boom, sure enough, so got it all cleaned up and um, and looking good. And then got some other stuff hung up around here and just you know. Tinkering with a bunch of stuff. The the yard's never been de-weeded, so I had to get some yard, uh, some uh, weed killer and spray the yard and just a lot of stuff like that. You know what I mean? Stuff that I can uh, that I can do to make this place look better. We trimmed a bunch of the bushes this weekend and got a lot of stuff done. So um, it's awesome just to be able to have a place again that I can, that we can make ours. You know what I'm saying? So uh, without my wife, this, this never would have worked, but here we go. Hey, Z Patriot, you have to stand in the back today. You're late, buddy. Good to see you. Uh, we'll get you a spot in the front up over there. <laughs> have you come hang out, bro? But yeah, so, uh, lots of stuff to get through today. We definitely got to talk about Durham. We got to talk about the elections. We'll start it off with the election summary stuff yesterday. I got a couple of interesting articles on that front. That'll cover kind of a summary of what happened yesterday, which is, well, Trump's now 75 and one with, with, uh, endorsements a pretty impressive record considering most people could give a flying shit about <laughs> endorsements um but you know um a lot of stuff a lot of confusion also with uh with the pennsylvania thing i you know it's, it's interesting it, it's the thing about voting is is everyone's gonna have their own opinion and, and it doesn't matter endorsements really don't matter people are going to develop their own thing and i think pennsylvania was a perfect example of that with three different you had a grassroots candidate and you had two other candidates that uh, split the vote up pretty almost evenly. Um, and what's most impressive about Pennsylvania for me looking into the future is the positive coming out of it is the the Tea Party grassroots candidate got 25% of the Republican vote, which is for an, an unknown and a, a uh you know, an outsider again to get that kind of uh, push in a primary in in a state like Pennsylvania with two other candidates, uh, you know, vowing for the lead is very impressive. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of positive news going into the upcoming elections. And uh, you know, like like normal, I think everybody will will have voice their opinions in the primaries, and then when it comes down to it, it's going to either be a Marxist or pick the candidate that happens to be the person that uh, that the Republican Party selected. So. Uh, unfortunately, that's still where we are, you know. <clears throat> um, but I think a lot of people are, are staying staying stronger to their their preferred candidate, and you know are, are are really using their vote in a very powerful way, and that's a really good thing to see. So, yeah, we'll see. We talked about the Pennsylvania crap yesterday, um, and that definitely broke into the news today. So uh, that's good to see that people are paying really close attention to what's happening down there. There's, I, we're going to get to Pennsylvania. There's a good summary that says what happens next because Pennsylvania's laws are freaking ridiculous. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit. We'll talk about Durham that right after that. Uh, I got uh, some news about General Flynn that is pretty interesting. I want to read that whole 
filing. It's six page filing that that uh, General Flynn's uh, team uh, put yesterday. The basis of his claim. I want to read that whole thing. I want to see if there's any nuggets in it. It talks about Andy McCabe. It talks about this Hatch Act stuff. It talks about. Um, uh, Lisa Page. It talks about a lot of these interesting people that we, you know, that we're all well aware of with regards to uh, Q Post. You know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read that uh, General Flynn's filing and then see if there's any nuggets in there that'll trigger a Q Post read because I've been thoroughly enjoying going back and reading Q Post lately. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to see to go back and be like, okay, well I remember this four years ago. You know what I'm saying? Remember this? Remember this post? <clears throat> um, so. It's interesting to see that stuff working itself out. Um, there's uh, there's some some mom stuff in there reading reading uh, uh, an assignment given her daughter and, and she was uh, her mic was shut off so we're gonna I'm gonna play that. Um, the truth about the World Health Organization. There's an interesting post by the Vigilant Fox. We'll get to that. Uh, what else do we got here? A lot of kind of just general topics. There's a really good interesting one about Vinman. Uh, I'll read that. Um, uh, there's new new UFO footage was released. I want to take a look at it just for the hell of it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, if that if it's any interesting or not. And then what else did I have here? Um, oh, a, a kind of behind the scenes look at Congress if we have time for it. I don't know if we will. Uh, we'll we'll go through uh, breaking news as well. See if there's anything new new happening out there. Uh, just checking in right now. It's pretty quiet out there today. Um, uh, Median Democrats claim the replacement theory is a Republican platform in reality. So they're the only ones talking about it. Yeah, the replacement theory thing. Um, it's interesting to watch the kind of elites argue about stuff, too. It's like you guys argue about the shit that just really doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, anyways. That's what that, that's what the plan is today. We'll check in with FCCED and the rest, but we'll kick it off here with just saying hello again to everyone that's worked their way in. Thanks for being here today, guys. Everyone over there on Twitch, thanks for the new follow, Freedom Train and Storm Rider. Thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate that. Thanks for the new follows over there. Um, yeah, Vinman's in the news. Uh, Johnny B's out there hanging out too as well. What's up, Rumble Crowd? Uh, Hank and um, knock my socks off on the rest. Thanks for being there in Rumble today. Appreciate that, and lots of lurkers out there as well. I-N-N. Love seeing a plan come together? Exactly. <laughs> I do as well. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, to Matrix, too. Um, to Matrix. To Methods, uh, too. I know a lot of you guys have been missing him. And, uh, and you know, kind of uh, rumors have been flying. But uh, I, he... Him and I have a really good relationship, a special relationship that um, is important because him and I have worked very closely to improve everything about what we try to do all the time. And so we, we see eye to eye on certain things. Hey, will he fix it? Um, and so made, so Methods re- reached out to me um, and I just wanted to say hello and I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that <clears throat> that happens with regards to streaming and with regards to all the stuff that happens around that along with um taking on all the responsibilities of of a platform like the foxhole.app and 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 methods and woke societies and a lot of those guys put a lot of hard work into creating the platform and helping design it and coming up with ideas that are different and things like that but are but are cool and stuff like that and i tell you what you can easily burn out on stuff like this if you take on too much 
And it's not, it's not easy. It's, this is not easy. It's especially being in the public sphere when you don't want to be in the public sphere. Most of us didn't want to be, you know, most of us started as a nons. We wanted to keep it that way. Um, I didn't really care. I wanted them to know. I wanted them to know exactly who was the one that was destroying their narrative. And um, I'll take the consequences as it may come. But I just want to let you guys know out there that, uh, that Miss uh, M3, um, he is, he is doing what he has to do for himself and his family right now. And if anything, if anything, if anybody has anything to say about that in any derogatory manner, I would just say not all of us know everything that's happening in somebody's life. And maybe we should just allow them to live their life the best way they see fit and handle the things that they need to handle and not judge them for any other way. And that's what I, I that's what the way I like when people treat me that way. And so I try to treat others that way as well. Shout out to Methods 100%. Love you, brother. And I appreciate you for being out there. And I, you should know that you've changed. You, you've, you've made a mark on history. You have made a mark on history. Take that with you and never forget it. Never forget it. All right, brother. I appreciate you shout, shouting out. Disinformation board narrowly outlast CNN+. Plus. <laughs> Babylon B has some fire. We'll kick it off there. Let's go check in with the elections. and Let's kick it off here. Thanks for being here today, guys. Much love to you all. God bless you all. Say a prayer for methods, my brother methods for me, guys. Thank you very much. Um, comfortably numb says I... Uh, thank you, uh, Willie Co- Bill Cooper. Thank you for the prayers. Uh, very nice woman. Uh, until I am not <laughs> uh, thinking about buying land before I lose all my funds. It's not a bad idea. Um, the only downside to it is interest rates right now, but interest rates are only going to go up from here. So, yeah. Uh, not knock my socks off today. I haven't heard the first derogatory thing about M3's absence. Good to hear. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Sean Joe, what's good, brother? Good to see you out there. Hey, suburban woman, never, never forget methods. Love you. Yes, no doubt, man. They, that dude changed history and he changed the way. He changed the way we do things for the positive. All right. Disinformation board narrowly outlasts CNN. <laughs> Babylon B with some fire today, as I'm sure you guys have heard. Washington, D.C., the first big win since the inauguration in 2021. The Biden administration announced that the Disinformation Governance Board has narrowly outlasted failed subscription program CNN+. Citing the first bit of positive news for the White House, Disinformation Board head Nina Jankowitz announced her resignation, saying she was excited to continue fighting disinformation on TikTok by singing more lovely show tunes. Quoting, last week, last three weeks, despite receiving billions of threatening memes from Russia-backed Jack Posebic and his followers, has only galvanized my resolve to fight disinformation said saying Jankowitz to the tune of South Pacific's I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair (laughs) the White House released a statement thanking Jankowitz for all her hard work defeating disinformation and wished her well in future endeavors that would surely be far and far away from any future government position they added that the disinformation board was all her idea and never theirs and they actually had doubts about the whole idea in the first place but never wrote them down so you'll just have to trust them on that cnn's chris wallace cannot be reached for comment as he was busy with his new gig as a cultural correspondent with the local community college television station <laughs> oh good stuff from from Babylon B today. Good stuff for sure. Philly Gardens in the house. Good to see you. Another one bites the dust indeed. Thank you for the can. Cheers to M3. Indeed. So there you go. <laughs> 
Uh, that's why I don't get, you know, I, you guys saw, if you watch, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> think I care about uh, what the government's going to tell me I can and can't say? Whatever, dude. Go for it. You guys have been trying that shit for a long time and <laughs> ain't happening. All right, let's get to the to the election results yesterday. Thank you, Just Human Seven, for this link. Live results: primary day in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Oregon, Idaho, and Kentucky. So there you go. Here's the uh, here's the summary. Uh, they'll highlight the different races. All right, here we go. Let's see what's going on here. The United States Senate. There are seats up in all five of these states. However, things look safe uh, Tuesday and in November for the incumbents in Idaho, Kentucky, and Oregon. In Pennsylvania, Senator Pat Toomey is retiring. See you later. Don't let the door hit in the ass. Tracking and retired. Goodbye. Surgeon and media personality Mehmet Oz has been endorsed by President Trump. Until recently, this appeared to be a two-way race between Oz and head funds manager David McCormick. However, Kathy Barnett, a conservative commentator, has surged in recent weeks. She has recently been endorsed by the Club for Growth. Trump has subsequently come out against Barnett, saying she would have a hard time winning in November. Most recent polling shows Oz and Barnett in a statistical tie. Why can't I say that word? With McCormick's, with McCormick at a close third, Oz with 31.19%, 414,855, McCormick with 413,170. We know there's a lot of problems with fraud in this race, so there's going to be a recount. What does it all mean? Well, Red State put it together for us to figure out what the hell goes on here, and let's see what it is. Because Pennsylvania's voting system remains an absolute dumpster fire, there was no resolution in Tuesday's GOP Senate primary by the end of the night. What we do know now is that Kathy Barnett, who saw a late surge in the polls, is officially out of the running. While she garnered 25% of the vote, an impressive showing, her rise during the campaign occurred at a point where she just didn't factor enough in an early voting to be competitive. Had she been on the people's radar a month ago, things may have been different, and the situation serves as another reminder of why early voting is absolutely asinine. That leaves Mehmet Oz and David McCormick locked up in an incredibly tight battle for nomination. The latest has Oz up by about 2,000 votes as of this article. Normally, one would assume Oz has it wrapped up, but again, because Pennsylvania's voting system is a dumpster fire, there are outstanding ballots left, some of which won't be counted until Friday. Further, most of the ballots still to be tabulated are mail-in ballots, where McCormick has enjoyed a 9% advantage. Of course, yet to complicate matters further, some of those ballots are in Lancaster County, which favors Oz. Here's an explanation of where things go from here from Steve Kornacki. Some more clarity. Update. Oz now leads by so such and such. This is McCormick's home county, so forth. Pennsylvania has updated the number of uncounted mail-in ballots to account for what counties received yesterday. There are approximately 32,000 statewide. McCormick has been leading in mail-in ballots by nine. Uh, we don't know if the late-arriving mail-in ballots in Montgomery will be Oz friendly. The biggest stash of uncounted ballots is in Lancaster County, one of the very few counties where Oz is already running ahead of McCormick. So that will be interesting to see how that plays out. In other words, it's a toss up at this moment. Still, I'd, I'd always want to be the person in the lead at this late and at, at this late in the game. So my personal opinion is that Oz is the favorite to pull this thing out. Bear in mind, a difference of 0.5% of a vote or less will mean an automatic recount. 
Everything will come down to how the uh, outstanding mail-in ballots fall. Will they remain pro McCormick at the rate necessary, or did Trump's late endorsement of Oz shift the final mail-in away from McCormick? Unfortunately, it could be days before we have that answer, and that's simply unacceptable. Pennsylvania needs real re-election reform, and until it gets it, people will remain skeptical of the process. Indeed, it is a mess because now they can totally manipulate the, the, the election after the fact, which is just... That's how the establishment stays in power, and that's how they keep doing it. Nothing seems to ever change. Uh, let's see. Pennsylvania's Democratic race. Polling in the race hasn't been particularly close with Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman running well ahead of his two main challengers, Connor Lamb and Malcolm Kenyatta. However, Fetterman suffered a stroke this past Friday. While Fetterman says, I'm on my way to full recovery, the incident didn't have him off the trail, did have him off the trail in the campaign's final days, and remained in the hospital on Election Day. He's leads by about 60% of the vote. North Carolina, Senator Richard Burr is retiring. Don't let the door hit in the ass. There down goes another establishment scumbag. Throw them all out, I tell you. That's what I think. Get rid of them all. You've been in D.C. for over 10 years. Take a freaking hike. Former State Senator Chief Justice Sherry Beasley is expected to be the Democrat nominee in, in North Carolina. On the Republican side, Ted Budd has emerged from the pack, helped by the endorsement of Donald Trump and large spending on behalf of, of the club for growth. In the final real growth politics average, Budd has 40% of the, of the support. Former Governor Pat McCrory has 22%, and Representative Mark Walker is at 9%. So Ted Budd is a good patriot. He uh, got he got screwed over in the last election, and now he looks like he's going to be on his way into D.C. That's good news. That is a Tea Party patriot right there getting elected in North Carolina. For governor, there are elections this year in Idaho, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, the Republican election. Um, Democrat Governor Tom Wolf is term limited. See you. There you go. See you later. Don't let the door hit in the ass. State Attorney Josh Shapiro is unopposed for the Democrat nomination. In the Republican contest, Senator State Senator Doug Mastriano appears to have the momentum heading into Election Day. His recent polling, Mastriano is averaging 34% of the support with former U.S. Representative Lou Barletta at 20%, Attorney uh, William McSwain at 15%. Mastriano, of course, was endorsed by Trump this past weekend. Interestingly, Mastriano has aligned himself with Kathy Barnett in the race, who Trump opposes. Uh, so you can imagine that Kathy Barnett may have uh, some play in the future of uh, happenings in Pennsylvania. So that's good news for her. Oregon, both uh, the, the uh, Republican and Democrat uh, are are uh, <clears throat> up for grabs. Uh, Kate Brown is a Democrat governor in Oregon. She's term limited. See you later. Don't let the door hit in the ass. Both parties have massive primary fields. 19 Republicans and 15 Democrats are vying for the nomination. While the state hasn't had a Republican governor since the 1980s, the races are often fairly competitive. The last race decided by more than 10% was in 1994. Brown was reelected by 6.4% in 2018. And you know Oregon rigs the hell out of their elections. There's no way Oregon is a deep blue state. For the Democrats, according to AP, the two leading candidates are Tina Kotek, a staunch liberal and a, and a former Speaker of the State House, um, and Tobias Reed, state treasurer who has positioned himself as a centrist. The Republican contest seems more wide open. In the most recent public poll, former State House Minority Leader Christine uh, Drazen had 19% of the four, uh, support, followed by Bob Tiernan at 14%, and so forth. Uh, Tina Kotek looking like she will be the, the Democrat uh, nominee and 
uh, Christine Drazen, looking like she will be the Republican nominee. So you can see the areas of, of major support for Republican versus Democrat. Very interesting in the map there. In Idaho, there is a Republican uh, governor. Brad Little is seeking his second term. He's being challenged from the far right by his lieutenant governor, Janice McEachin. Uh, the two have had uh, a fraught relationship. Last year, as acting governor, Little was out of the state. McEachin issued an executive order repealing the state's mask mandate. Ah, that was her? Interesting. Hopefully, she can she can win. That'd be awesome. Uh, and no, McGreechan was endorsed by Donald Trump. Polling has been limited. An April survey showed Little uh, well ahead, 60 to 29 percent. Um, <clears throat> assuming Little advances, he'll be the overwhelming general election favorite in one of the nation's reddest states. So looking like uh, Brad Little will stay there in Idaho. In the U.S. House, I'm in North Carolina. I haven't heard of that story. Interesting. Uh, in the U.S. House, aside from the below, there are a number of other interesting primaries due to the retirements or redistricting. Uh, check out the state's full links in the page. We've chosen three races. North Carolina's 11th district is Republican, dodged by a series of controversies, and having lost support of much of the GOP establishment, freshman incumbent Madison Cawthorn faces seven challengers and lost, appearing to lose it. Uh, he's got about a 1,300 vote deficit to Chuck Edwards. Um, so <clears throat> about 95% of the vote is in and there may be a, um, uh, let's see what it says here. His strongest opponent is Chuck Edwards. The size of the field could save Cawthorn as the first place finish that clears 30% will avoid a, ro- a runoff. So there you go. <clears throat> um, Idaho District 2, much like Governor Brad Little, 12-term incumbent Michael Simpson is facing an intra-party challenge from the right. Attorney Brian Smith, who challenged Simpson in 2014, is back for another try. And Michael Simpson winning that race in Idaho. Oregon District 5, uh, seven-term incumbent Kurt Schrader faces a strong challenge from the left in Jamie McLeod Skinner. And Jamie McLeod Skinner, the radical leftist in Oregon District 5, appears to have won that race. So there you go. There's the summary of the elections there so far out there today. Um, and uh, who knows what will happen with a recount in uh, Pennsylvania. We'll keep an eye on that. And I'll be interested to see if uh, McCormick, excuse me, if um, Kathy Barnett gets some kind of uh, – uh, position within the uh, the administration of uh, in, over there in Pennsylvania. All right, so there you go. There's a summary of what is going on. My, my screen's all messed up. Sorry, it's, this is why it's confusing me because I can't find my that. All right, uh, all right. There we go. Madison Cawthorn conceded. Yeah, indeed, he's uh, he's a uh, person. Thank you for the phone. Good to see you out there. Uh, Oregon elections are definitely rigged, says Rick. I know because uh, I live in this shithole state. <laughs> yeah, I've talked to many people, Rick, uh, that live in Oregon, and they tell me they see every they see how the the ranked elections and the way that they've rigged all that stuff. It's a it's a disaster. What's happened with the elections there? That was a, a test phase. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for uh, what they're trying to get uh, put across the country with the popular vote, push for popular vote and stuff. Figures. Hmm. Cat Rocks left Oregon. So was California. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cawthorn. Um, I don't know that. I think the the videos of him <laughs> looking like a freak really, really hit him hard. You know, all it takes is one image like that for people to put in their heads. And I'm not voting for that guy, <laughs> you know, so uh, that, that really, that leak really hit, hit him hard. 
Uh, Malin Eagles rigged. Indeed, Cat Rocks. Good to see you out there. Don't trend on me. Malin is just bonkers. We'll get screwed again. It's, it seems like they're going to try. Uh, the only way to do it is to overwhelm them so much that it is so, uh, so obvious that, well, movies like 2,000 Mules come out and talk about, uh, about uh, prosecutions happen. So, you know, it's good. we got a long way to go to fix this country. There's this no quick fix, and there's never going to be a snap of finger boom. Trump's back and all as well. I've been trying to tell people that for a long time, and it's the slow awakening will continue, and the beatings will continue until people develop the patience to understand what kind of fight we have ahead of us. Now that we're awake to the fight, it's a matter of uh, of doing what we can to fix the problems that we can, each one of us, and um, that's the only way it can be done. Made to dress like the rest. Uh, let's go, Branson. Some North Carolina radio show. Bass is Madison. I like that kid. Yeah, I mean, he seemed to be. You know, I seemed to. He seemed to be on the on the right end of controversy. You know what I mean? In my opinion, <laughs> whenever he he is uh, raising awareness uh, and pissing off the left, that's a that's a good thing for me. So I'm gonna miss him. Hopefully, his replacement is is similar in that style. You know what I'm saying? Uh, knock my socks off said if waking doesn't make them curious enough to start digging to find out their own truth they won't fully wake up still dependent on others to tell them to know what they think you know it's interesting you mentioned that knock my socks off uh glenn saw me having a discussion with somebody about religion and and god and and the bible and um i don't know man i i um it, it can be offensive to people just to speak in the ways i do about it it can be blast it can be looked as blasphemous and stuff and it's you know, it's not meant to be that way. It's it's an under, it's an understanding. It's a lar- it's a higher level of awakening. I hate to, I hate to. I'm not bragging. I'm not saying I'm, I'm smarter or more awakened. I, I am more awake because I see things in a different way. I'm not saying that that's a that's a bad thing if somebody's not as awake as me. All of us are at different levels of awakening. I'm not saying me personally knows it all or something. I'm saying with regards to religion, a lot of people are not awake to the truth that they are completely brainwashed and manipulated by religion. And it's, it's, um, it's frustrating, man, because people, people cut themselves off at a certain level of knowledge because their confirmation bias tells them that their pastor and everything they've learned about their version of religion, whether it be Lutheran or whether it be Baptist or whether it be uh, evangelical, whether it be Christian, everybody believes in, in their version of historical events, and they believe that they have a higher understanding of the history of their version of religion. And I, it's not that I don't believe in something that God is a sovereign and there's a higher power. It's not that I don't believe deeply in the words in the Bible. Those are not what those things can be separate and still understand that the words in the Bible are not the word of God directly. They are the human interpretation of that. That is blasphemous to a lot of people. If you tell somebody that they think you're Satanist, they they think you're satanic. They think you're, they think you're completely non-religious and you don't believe in God. If you don't take the literal translation of the words in the Bible, in my opinion, religion has manipulated and brainwashed people to believe that the words in the Bible are a futuristic, tra- uh, realistic happenings of what's going to happen in our future. It is a literal translation of future events that in my opinion is brainwashed <laughs> that and don't take offense to it because I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not a historical religious scholar. I, I, I'm the, mo- the most ignorant when it comes 
I am the most ignorant person you may come across when it comes to understanding historical versions of religion. I have no idea what it means to be Lutheran versus Catholic versus evangelical versus pick another one. I have no Methodist. I have no idea how and why those different versions of religion are are, are different and at, at odds at each other, such as the Protestant versus Catholic. I, I don't, that's not my point. My point is, is that, it is obvious to me that religion has been used as a mechanism by the world powers to control people. You can be faithful in God and, and carry God with you and have a deep relationship with God and still understand that humans have been historically manipulated by religion. And if you don't understand that, then you're pa- you're stopping the, the level of understanding of what's happening in our world. And you're not allowing yourself to truly understand how bad things are. That's my opinion. I don't know if I know all of the answers, I'm not saying I'm more awake than you. Maybe you have a more awakened view of the world, and I just don't understand it because I'm ignorant to it. That may be true also, but to, but to come across as somebody who has all of the answers because their version of the Bible gave them all of the answers, I have a hard time with that, and I like to have discussions with people about that, and it always goes to, you must be a godless person. <laughs> It always goes to that. You don't understand my version of of historical religious events. Therefore, you're not godly. That happens whether you're Islamic, whether you're whether you're Protestant, whether you're Catholic. Pick pick a version. And in my opinion, we're all above that. A true Islamic Muslim who believes their version of of religious events is the is the true and the one and the only who is not a violent person and doesn't want to use the sword is it has a higher level of understanding of their religion than maybe somebody that's Protestant does, or maybe somebody that's evangelical because the evangelicals believe that every Islamic person wants to chop the head off of somebody who's a non-believer. And we know that our, our world has been manipulated by world powers to pit us against each other and make people believe these things. It's been used as a, as a mechanism of control. And many people on all, all scales of religion don't want to accept that because they think that that means that their version is, is potentially wrong. That's not, God exists. Just that's it. That's it. Forget about you know, whose version God exists. And if we all can, you just unite with that, then, then we're not holding back humanity and allowing them to, to enslave us by using it as a control mechanism to pit each other against us. Now is, is, am I saying that I have all of the answers and that I know these things 100%? I, this is what I have learned. This is the this is where I I am at in my awakening is understanding that you know I, I did a dig in, into the Bible into into religious teachings and if you if you really dig on just from an, an historical context like if you if you look at uh, religion as a as history which is also blasphemous but I'm just saying as a as a research method right as a as a socratic uh, ask yourself questions go find the answers you can't find any of the answers that you really want to find with regards to religion they're hidden in the bowels of the Vatican they've been destroyed by the Romans and every conquesting uh, uh 
Marxist leftist scumbag, you know, uh, dictator that's ever ruled this world. And it's and ever since then, it's been manipulated to control man. Ask, ask Russians what they think the, the, the only version of religious is. And they'll tell you at 95% of Russians will tell you Orthodox is the only way. And, and Christians are losing their way because they, they miss this or that. And so, therefore, they have a more enlightened view of the world. Putin believes he's probably uh, at the hand, right hand of God. He probably truly believes that in his own version of his, of his world. But, but the truth is, it, the Great Awakening is not about the versions of religion. It is understanding how religion is used to control us. And I can't, I can't say it any, any more uh, precise than that. I, I'm not fully knowledgeable in the histories, but this is just what I've seen and observed. When you try to learn about stuff, you learn that in around 40, 45, 46 AD, uh, Jesus's teachings were all in a, in a church in present day Turkey. And that church was destroyed by Romans and con- conquistadors. I mean, it's so, so tell me, what happened after that? Maybe, maybe it wasn't destroyed. Maybe they took all of the information and put it into the Vatican. And only those that are, that are, are privileged enough to see those things in the Vatican know the truth. And instead the rest of us are left to figure it all out and fight over it. And that's why that's what happens every time. When you have this kind of discussion with somebody, you end up just fighting over it instead of just God exists. God bless you. That's it. It's that simple. That's the way I look at things. So you have to have your own personal relationship with God, and that's all that matters. Indeed, Jeff Rose, that's how I look at it, too. That's exactly how I look at it. I don't have to prove to you or anybody else that my version of the historical events of religion or Jesus or God is the one and only. Because what happened before Jesus? Did God not exist then? (laughs) When you start asking those questions, people really get upset. (laughs) Maybe it's maybe it's that Jesus has learned the historical lessons of the past and has taught us those. And if we live by those historical lessons that Jesus learned through his teachings when he grew up, then maybe we're living at a different level and we can find more of a collective conscience of positive and good around us. And we can all fight together in that realm. And I think that's really what the truth should be. All right. Thought Jesus only entered the church once and then he flipped the table. I think that's true, actually. <laughs> Let's go for it. In a historical text, I think I think I I actually remember reading that somewhere once. Oh, uh, it's good to see you. Good crowd over there today, guys. Thanks for being here with us today. I told Glenn I wasn't gonna get my get on my soapbox on that, but there you go. Somehow it came out. <laughs> thanks, Glenn, for planting the seed. All right, uh, Rumble Cloud. Thanks for being over there today. Thank you all very much. Do me a favor, hit that subscribe and the plus button if you can when you get a chance. Daddy Crab in the house, except for five. Really good to see you. He knew us before we were conceived, indeed. Yahshua was always in a synagogue on Shabbat. Gotcha. We uh, we have to be aware of the enemy's beliefs in order to fight it. Indeed. Rumble crowd. Thanks for being here today. Lots of lurkers over there on D live today. It's amazing to me that you guys are still over there, but I appreciate you guys very much. D live banned my chat for too much truth. Cause I was sharing links that are important. If you can't find those links, now you can find them on my true social or my telegram. That's where you can always find those links. And I'll always get them. Gab as well. They go out on Gab. They go out on cloud hub. 
So I share the links everywhere. If you can't grab the links out of there, just do me a favor. Take all of your money and, and credit cards off of DLive and put them into an alternate platform like Rumble or Foxhole.app because we need to send them a message by telling them to stop censoring people because they don't like what they have to say. Change the fucking channel. Freedom Train, thank you for the new follow. Uh, Storm Rider, thank you for the new follow on Twitch. Cat Rocks, give me a subscription. Thank you very much. God bless you, Cat. Good to see you out there. And Martin K with a brand new follow over there on Twitch as well. Chewy in the house, you're basically saying people should just worship their own idea of God. That's idolatry. If everyone is just making up who they think God is and worshiping it, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, that's not what I'm saying, Chewy. I'm, I'm saying that God exists and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. That's all I'm saying. Does it, does it matter? Uh, does anything else matter as long as you have a relationship with God? I don't think so. That's what I think about it. And that's why a lot of people think that it's blasphemous when I say stuff like that. So maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'll be going to hell for it. <laughs> but I think my version of God is the same version of God that you believe in. And, and it doesn't matter which version uh, that is out there, in my opinion. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. All right, let's get to what time is it? Um, man, it's uh, time's flying by. I'm going to get off my soapbox here and change the topic here. All right, guys. Uh, Cash Hotel. Ha- Cash Hotel. Cash was at the Hitching Post Saloon in Arizona yesterday, and there was a, a, a minute of it that was clipped by Patriots Are in Control. Actually, I don't know who clipped this, um, but... I wanted to just see what's going on with cash, and then we're going to read Technofog's thing and then check in with the latest Durham news on several tw- Twitter threads that are out there today as well. So we're going to move on to that. Uh, Aaron Moriarty, two, two, Truth Quest Aaron Moriarty is now on True Social. Now I'm glad to hear that, Aaron. Good to see you out there, brother. Hope all is well. Uh, Deplora Laura says, I agree with you. Thank you. I, I, you know, and I'm not saying that I know. I'm just, I'm just saying that there's more to it than meets the eye. We don't know the actual historical truths because they are hidden from our view. That's what I do now. So, all right, guys, let me move on from that. And thank you for allowing me to get on my soapbox for a minute there. Take it or leave it. That's what I say. Cash Patel yesterday. Check it out. So what do we do today? We have have Michael Sussman, the epicenter of the Clinton crime syndicate on trial in Durham. So you have to expose the deep state. So what do we do today? We have we have Michael Sussman, the epicenter of the Clinton crime syndicate, on trial in Durham, in Durham prosecution. It took us four and a half years to get there. I was a national security prosecutor. I did terrorism prosecution that took me three, four, five years before we got to the X. So I keep telling people, you gotta give this guy a little time. He's working with like 10 people. But that is the epicenter that we have to focus our attention on right now because it unravels with Hillary Clinton the Democrats, Fusion GPS, and the fake news media all collaborated with dirty cops at the FBI, Andy McCabe, James Comey, Peter Strzok. You guys know the deal. You've seen the plot against the president, and you have it, you have to. And this is where that information is released, because here's the one thing the fake news media can't ignore. Federal convictions and federal pleadings. They don't lie. It's the most powerful decision you can have which is why we have to not only just watch the trial, but go back and educate everyone as to why we are here now. And that's what I'm trying to do, Cash, um, is give that that historical perspective that really a lot people aren't really reminding us about. That's why I go back to Q posts, and that's why people are like, wow, there's a lot of stuff in these Q posts that I didn't realize was really relevant. 
that's also why we spend our time reading uh, Technofog every time he drops something because he really does get the historical context and he picks up on those things. Skeeter Burke, good to see you out there. You really liked uh, Nehemiah Gordon series, The Vatican Junk Box, Gospels in Hebrew. I would I would be interested in that, Skeeter Burke, definitely. I, I would definitely spend time uh, reading that and digging into that. I have done uh, my fair share of like I said, historical research on, on, on religion it is, it is very interesting to me. It is something that I, I wanted to do in college. Actually, if I would have gone back to college for a second year, I would probably have, um, taken a uh, historical religious and learn more about the differences between Methodist versus, you know, whatever. Cause I really don't get it. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why there are so many different, um, denominations of religion. To me, it doesn't make sense. But again, I was born Catholic, so <laughs> that, tells you, that should give you all the perspective you need. <laughs> Enrique, good to see you out there. Hope all is well. Tennessee Tim, thanks again for the shades and your support always. Tennessee Tim, God bless you, brother. Uh, Persnick, I tried yesterday, no look, um, but being patient, hang in there, uh, Persnick. It's good to see you out there. Hope all is well. Works on your Android? Gotcha. Let me, let me give it a try. Um, where's my... Go to my website and just pull it up from there. True social. Hey, it works. Boom. Now if I can just remember what the hell my password was. <laughs> I'm going to have to reset my password. I have no idea. TrueSocial.com backslash login. So there you go. Oh, I have it on my thing right here. Duh. Cool, man. They got it. It looks like it's ready to roll, man. That's pretty sweet. I'll have to get, uh, I'll have to get it set up so we can... Uh, do some true social digs. Um, I'll get that set up tonight. And we'll start doing that every day. We'll go in and check in and what's, you know, who's posting what. And we can, if you want, we can read the, the, the posts by Q on true social and we can act like it's actually Q and tell people that it is and have some fun with that. <laughs> Anyways, day one of the Michael Sussman trial, techno fog dropped this yet last night and then added to it today. Day one of the Michael Sussman trial is a wrap. It started with disclosure by Special Counsel DeFilippis informing the court that government witness Dr. Manos Anatakis, identified as Researcher 1 in the Sussman indictment, has decided to invoke his Fifth Amendment right. He would not be called to the stand. More on Manos here. Uh, from there, it was time for the opening statements. Um, I just screwed up my... There we go. Special Counsel Britton Shaw made clear that this case is about privilege, the privilege of a well-connected D.C. lawyer with access to high levels of the FBI, the privilege of a lawyer who thought that he could lie to the FBI without consequences, unquote. Using that privilege, Sussman, quote, went straight to the FBI general counsel's office, the FBI's top lawyer. He then sat across from that lawyer and lied to him. He told a lie that was designed to achieve a political end, a lie that was designed to inject the FBI into a presidential election, unquote. Circumventing the political leanings of the jury, the special counsel explained that, quote, we are here because the FBI is our institution that should not be used as a political tool for anyone. She elaborated that Sussman, on behalf of his clients, <clears throat> the Hillary Clinton campaign and Rodney Joffe planned to manipulate the FBI and trigger negative news stories to create an October surprise on the eve of the presidential election. As to the evidence, quote, you're going to see emails and phone records that should not quote, but this is in bold. You're going to see emails and phone records that show that the big be that beginning in the summer of 2016, the defendant worked with Fusion GPS to develop the Trump alpha story and plant it in the press. She also gave us this preview. Now, the, now the evidence will show that 
the defendant saw this supposed data as a golden opportunity to deliver to deliver a big win for both of his clients and to influence a presidential election. And so he brought together his two clients, Joffe and the Clinton campaign. The attorney for Sussman in their opening uh, argued that there was no lie. Instead, Sussman went to the FBI to help the FBI. I'm just here to help, guys. I'm just a helper guy. Yeah, good sell. So they wouldn't be caught flat-footed by a New York Times story discussing the perverted Alpha Bank Trump wrap-up smear. Of course, they admitted as a result of the Sussman-Baker meeting, the FBI decided it wanted to investigate to condense Sussman's defense. No lie and no reason to lie. Uh-huh. Good luck with that defense. FBI Supervisory Special Agent David Martin. David Martin, Agent Martin, was the first government witness to testify. He explained the technicalities of the DNS data, which alleged to have shown a secret back channel between Alpha Bank and the Trump Organization. Sussman's attorney asked Martin if he knew Ronnie Joffe, a confidential human source for the FBI. Martin replied, I was told that after the fact. On a redirect, the special counsel offered this interesting bit of information related to Jaffe. Are you aware that Jaffe was closed for cause as a source? Very interesting discussion there that uh, that uh, Jaffe was um, persona non grata to the FBI. FBI Special Agent Scott Hellman. Hellman was involved in the investigation on the Alpha Bank allegations. He testified that the evidence, data, and white papers explaining the data provided to the F- to the then FBI uh, Ge- General Counsel James Baker from Sussman was passed off to none other than the infamous Peter Strzok. One of the white papers stated, quote, the only plausible explanation for this server configuration is that it shows the Trump organization and Alpha Bank to be using multiple sophisticated layers of protection in order to obfuscate their considerable recent email traffic. Hellman disagreed with that finding in the general uh, Trump alpha allegations presented by Joffe and Sussman, uh, stating that they were not su- supported by the technical data. Their methodology was questionable, and the purported secret communications, quote, just didn't ring true at all. He further questioned the timing of the data, stating he found it suspicious that these researchers, quote, started looking and they found that the activity had just started three weeks prior, unquote. This gets us to the issue of materiality. Sussman's attorneys argued that even if there were lies, they weren't material to the investigation. The special counsel asked why sources matter. The key exchange in here. Question. Now, would it have mattered to you or not whether the data came from someone with a political affiliation or motivation? To what extent would that have mattered to you? Answer. It would matter for the same reasons that it's going to be a data point that I take into consideration when, if I were to be the person to open a case in this, in this case, it wasn't me, but I would use that as a data point to help me determine with my sort of initial steps or what my initial steps are going to be. Update. We now have the transcript from the afternoon session. After the, the lunch recess, there was a discussion on whether Joffe's termination as a source would be allowed to be discussed further during the trial. The court requested it be kept out of the court, and as Joffe's data collection effort is not an issue at the trial, Special Counsel DeFilippis explained why Joffe had been terminated as a source. The reason he was terminated, as we understand it from the FBI, is because of what he did in connection with the conduct that the defendant was involved in, which is rather than bringing the alpha bank information to the source handler, bringing it to the general counsel, of the FBI, that was a breach of how a source is supposed to report information. 
Interesting. Continuing with Special Agent Hellman's testimony, after Agent Hellman reviewed an Alpha Bank white paper that had been submitted by Sussman, Hellman sent a message to a colleague that the white paper, quote, feels a little 5150-ish. <laughs> Interesting. On cross-examination, here's his explanation of what that meant. That may be a technical term. Question. That may be a technical term. I think I know what it means, but could you tell the jury what you meant when you said it feels a little 5150-ish? Answer. I specifically meant that I thought perhaps the person who had drafted this document was suffering from some sort of mental disability. Uh, yeah, you're probably right on that front. Hillary and her whole team of whack jobs definitely have a mental disability. Despite the issues of the white paper's conclusions, FBI counterintelligence eventually opened an investigation in the, into the purported Trump Alpha Bank connections. According to Sussman's attorney, when counterintelligence opened the investigation, quote, they said to have received a referral from the DOJ detailing an unusually configured email server in Pennsylvania belonging to the Trump organization and said they received a white paper that produced by it was produced by an anonymous third party, also known as DARPA slash Google. <laughs> Just put that out there. <laughs> I'm going to keep keep saying that until somebody in the media starts talking about it. Ah, Agent Hellman affirmed it was strange that the referral came from the DOJ. Question, would it be strange to you that they thought that a referral came from the United States Department of Justice? Answer, absolutely. <laughs> That's very interesting. Uh, that is materiality as far as the conspiracy as well. That's why that is such an important answer and question that uh, Technofog is putting in there. Back to Joffe. Oh, sorry for the yell. Uh, uh, Sussman's attorney also asked about Joffe bringing his handling agent, Tom Grasso, this info back in uh, September of 2016. Answer, I don't know if at that point in his career he handles confidential human sources. Question, are you aware that in this case Rodney Joffe approached Tom Grasso with information relevant to this investigation in September of 2016? Interesting. According to the transcript, some of this information had to do with IP addresses of the person in interest at the bank. The person of interest? We're not sure of their identity yet. Why Joffe thought... Uh, to send his handling agent, that info is also unknown. Very interesting. Yeah, why would he involve someone like that? That's that is very interesting. I wonder if we're going to get any for more information on that. Testimony of Steve De, De Jong from New Star uh, in 2016. De Jong worked on DNS operations and data analysis at New Star. Here's his testimony on Joffe requesting New Star data concerning Joffe's political opponents. Question. Did there come a time in 2016 when Joffe asked you to run some particular searches over Newstar's data that related to a political topic? Answer, yes. Question, tell, and tell me about that. Answer, so in August and September timeframe in 2016, he asked me as a favor to run a query over the DNS data logs to see if we saw any queries for several names related to political campaigns and political organizations. Question, and was it at the time the 2016 presidential election was gearing up? Is that right? Answer, yes. And do you recall, was it both campaigns or one campaign? Answer, I don't recall at the time what it was. I think in retrospect, it was mostly around the Trump campaign. Uh, that's, see, that's interesting because that's not true. And maybe for, maybe for this specific instance, the DNS uh, uh, logs were searched for just that, but... This operation included Ted Cruz. It included um, all kinds of members of Congress. I mean, it's so 
it's it's interesting. You know, maybe for in this specific case, I guess it could be just around the Trump campaign. So I won't I won't I won't obfuscate too much on that. But that's interesting right there. How common was politically motivated research? Question. How common or uncommon was it for you to get requests on a political subject? Uh, answer. Unless it was an actual customer that was involved in politics, probably not very likely at all. Yeah, you think? On Cross, DeJong was asked about Joffe's history. Apparently, Joffe has worked on other government-related FBI investigations, unquote. Yeah, right. Also known as setups. Um, and has or conspiracies and has received awards from the FBI. <laughs> yeah, probably from Robert Mueller. DeJong has no personal interactions with Sussman. For this research project, he was specifically tasked by Joffe. With that, the first day concluded after the jury was dismissed. There was a brief discussion about whether Robbie Mook can be called by Sussman for testimony on Friday so that Mook can go on a Spanish holiday. We'll provide updates as that continues. Um <laughs> Robbie Mook schedules his uh, Spanish holiday the week he's supposed to testify uh, running somewhere. Robbie, Robbie Mook never coming back. Does uh, does Spain have a uh, extradition? I'm pretty sure they do. Actually, I'm not sure. Spain might be one of those that's in a odd mode. You know what I'm saying? I bet Spain doesn't have, have extradition. <laughs> All right, this is a new uh, Twitter thread from a third source. I'm, I like going to different sources every day to kind of see what they come from, and I want to go back to that other one today, too. I'm going to pull that back up. Um, let's see here. What's the common theme when bad news for them is about to break? Yeah, exactly. All right. This is from Sarah Lynch. Greetings from the day three in the trial of uh, Michael Sussman. Let's see what she has out there today. Uh, they just said Michael Kilty, one of the lawyers from the special counsel had a family emergency and may not be in a court for a while. Hmm. Interesting how that works when trials like this are happening, isn't it? Judge Cooper says some evidence on Sussman's meetings with Christopher Steele and Fusion GPS can be introduced as evidence. Hmm, that's huge. But the government cannot get into anything about Steele providing his dossier to the FBI. The U.S. calls Deborah Fine, a former Clinton presidential campaign official. Fine is talking about the Clinton campaign's contact with research firm Fusion GPS, which was tasked with performing opposition research on Trump, also tasked with a giant global conspiracy to destroy a presidential candidate and a president. When asked if she was aware of whether Fusion GPS did any research on Alpha Bank, Fine said, I wasn't aware of research related to Alpha Bank. Michael Bosworth, a returning for Sussman, now approaching to ask some questions. Fine testifies that in calls with Fusion GPS, nothing about Alpha Bank came up, nor was there any discussion about bringing allegations of ties between uh, the bank and Trump to the FBI. Uh, she's trying to distance the campaign from this. Uh, Mark Elias might have more, Elias might have more information on this Let's see what he testifies. Fine says she had no knowledge at the time that Sussman went to the FBI with a Trump alpha bank tip up next. The United States calls Laura Siegel, who will likely also be indicted at some point. Formerly of research firm fusion GPS. Siegel says she was attended. She attended a meeting with Mark Elias Sussman, another Fusion colleague, and Rodney Joffe about the allegations of communications between Alpha Bank and the Trump Organization. After the meeting, Siegel says she did some research on the alleged communications between Alpha Bank and the Trump Organization. She testified that she met with one journalist, Frank Fuller, to discuss the Alpha Bank Trump Organization, uh, the Alpha Bank Trump Org allegations. So what did Elias Sussman and those people talk about? Uh, getting a journalist involved? We certainly hoped he would publish an article, Siegel says, of Frank Fuller. 
It appears the government is using this witness to lay the groundwork for convincing the jury that Sussman was representing clients Joffe and the Clinton campaign when he passed the Alpha Bank Trump organization tip to the FBI. Questioning by the government is over. Court takes a brief recess, resuming at 11. That's as of seven hours ago. So now they're obviously back in session. As of six hours ago, they're back in session. So there you go. Around 11 p.m. Central time, I guess that is. Um we are back. Sean Berkowitz, a lawyer for Sussman, is doing the cross-examination of Seagull. She confirms that Joffe did seem like a reliable and credible expert in the field. On the FBI probe into the Alpha Bank Trump org, org alleged communications, Siegel testifies, I had no knowledge of that investigation. Siegel said she felt that Alpha Bank Trump story was important. Quote, I thought it was a matter of national security if the Russia Bank was interfering in our election, she said. You can't be that much of a useful idiot, Siegel's testimony concluded. The government now calls Mark Elias, a former top attorney and fixer for Hillary Clinton. Elias is testifying about the fee schedule for how Perkins Coy was paid by the Clinton campaign. It was a flat fee, meaning it did not matter how many hours are worked. Early in the campaign, the amount was was higher, 130000 a month. But then later, the monthly amount decreased 130000 a month to destroy a presidential candidate. Wow. Elias said he was responsible for hiring Fusion GPS for its research and investigative services. The government is presenting an exhibit showing that the consulting contract between Perkins Coy and Fusion GPS. Perkins Coy is one we're going to do a dig on. Elias confirms that seemingly obvious Sussman was aware Perkins Coy had retained Fusion GPS. Even, quote, even with Perkins, he says, his practice was to limit who knew the identity of consultants, clients, identities, etc. Quote, when you represent presidents, former presidents, it's better to keep things limited because of leaks and things that can disadvantage the client. Uh-huh. They're diving into the nitty-gritty of Perkins' billing practices and procedures. Uh, Elias on Rodney Joffe. My understanding was that he was the person who was found, who found, discovered whatever the secret connection between Alpha Bank and Trump organization. Elias is selling out Rodney Joffe. Unbelievable. They are breaking for lunch. Be back at 145. All right, let's keep going. Juror number eight is being asked to stay back, speculating this was the late juror who delayed the start of today's proceedings, but we don't know. Um, the juror is being called to the stand. He sent a text saying he is due to start a new job as a maintenance tech. The juror did not disclose this. I was completely nervous and I forgot. The juror says, uh, the juror says he told his new employer that he is due to start training on Monday. Uh, the juror is not sure if, if the training can be rescheduled. Jones seems to think that they can keep juror eight without any issue. Court is back in session. All right. They are discussing some scheduling matters for a CIA witness only referred to as Kevin P. Hmm. Interesting. A CIA witness. Um, And it's back to the nitty gritty discussion of billing. Glad I bought myself a second cup of coffee. All right. The government is presenting exhibits showing that Sussman billed the Clinton campaign in August 2016 for a meeting they had with Rodney Joffe. Quote, I think we got a concept. I think we get the concept of the records, unquote, the judge just said, urging the prosecutors to speed it along. The folks in the media room will not disagree with that one. Uh, the government is showing a billing entry to the Clinton campaign from Sussman dated 9-17-2016 for about $4,000 for multiple phone conferences and other communications with experts and Mark Elias. Elias says he does not know if it's related to Alpha Bank. 
Elias is not 100% sure what he, when he learned Sussman went to the FBI about Alpha Bank Matter, but he thinks it was right afterwards, you think? It was probably before. You were probably the person that told him, Elias, jackass. If Mr. Sussman wanted to deal with the FBI for the campaign, he wouldn't necessarily have to come to me first, Elias said. Uh-huh. Cross-examination is beginning now. Quote, Donald Trump was a bully who used litigation as a tactic, Elias says. Uh-huh. <laughs> says says lawfare fag. Uh, Sussman's lawyer asks, was Alpha Bank a primary focus of his legal work? Not, quote, not relative to the large number of topics I was dealing with, Elias says. Yeah, right. Elias says he, the campaign would have benefited from a story about the alleged secret communications between Alpha Bank and the Trump organizations. Sean Berkowitz is pointing out the September 7th, 2016 billing statement to Hillary is not task-based, which meaning it does not break down how much time was spent on particular calls or tasks. Question, did you tell him to go to the FBI? Answer, no. Question, did he seek your permission to go to the FBI? Answer, no. He, Elias just lied under oath. When asked if it would be a good idea to go to the FBI ahead of a possible story about Trump Russia, Elias says no. He did not think the FBI would give a fair shake to anything that was being seen by anti-Trump and pro-Clinton. Quote, if you get the FBI involved, any number of things could prevent that from happening, Elias says. Bullshit. Berkowitz says the prosecutors claim that in September, the Clinton campaign was trying to plant the Alpha Bank story as an October surprise. He asked Elias to explain the meaning of that. First of all, an October surprise comes in October. Did you, did you authorize anyone to leak to the press that the FBI was looking into this at all? Berkowitz asks. Answer, no. The concern that I had with the addition of the FBI, quote, the concern that I had was the addition of the FBI into this was going to slow it down, Elias says. There was an endless runway. There wasn't an endless runway of time for this news story. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. All right. That's as of two hours ago. Um she has a new thread that's up now. Let's continue with it. I want to keep seeing what's uh if there's any nuggets in this stuff. This is important, obviously. Um we left off here. They just said that they will call James Baker today. Interesting. What I am openly wondering now, says Sarah Lynch. This case is about a single false statement on September 19th, 2016. The indictment indicates Sussman billed his meeting with James Baker to the Clinton campaign, but so far prosecutors have not presented billing records to this date. Why? That's interesting. Baker on the stand now. Uh, that's as of an hour ago. Prior to this, defense said they might move to seek a mistrial based on comments the government made, making it sound like Sussman won't testify. But that won't be dealt with today. Unclear what will happen. Um, it was not immediately clear what the defense concerns were, but it was in connection with a statement Elias made about Sussman in response to a question. Sounds like we can expect filings later today spelling it out. Baker now testifying, saying he knew Michael when they worked at the FBI. Oh, really? And when he worked at the when they worked at the DOJ, excuse me, and they became closer friends after attending the funeral of a mutual friend. Wow, Baker did testify that Sussman and Baker are close friends. That's interesting. Quote, at some point in 2016, I learned he was representing the DNC and or the Hillary Clinton campaign related to the cyber incident that occurred, unquote, Baker says. But I understood him to represent those clients in connection with the cyber matters and not the political matters. 
<laughs> wow. The government shows the September 18th text Baker got from Sussman, setting up the meeting in which Sussman says he was coming on my own, not on behalf of a client or company. Quote, I kind of wondered how Michael had gotten my personal cell phone number, Baker said, though he was not freaked out because Michael was a friend. Baker says he turned the text over to the government after they sought info for discovery purposes. Quote, I'm not going to get Michael and this I am not out to get Michael, and this is not my investigation, Baker says to the prosecutor. Quote, this is your investigation, so if you ask me a question, I'll answer it. Unquote. Judge says he's not inclined to grant a mistrial. And that is the latest from Sarah Lynch as of not very long ago. Let me check in here. Let's see if there's anything more. That's her latest uh, an hour ago, uh, tweet. So there you go. That's the, the summary from today. It, tell, it seems to me that Elias is lying, but who knows if no one ends up in cuffs, um, blank page, I would expect this to not be what we expect it to be. So when this plays out in a way that looks like all hope is lost, don't freak out. Trust me on this. Because there's a lot more that's coming from this stuff than just Sussman lying about the initial uh, discussion. The reason why this is important is because this is laying the groundwork for the conspiracy. And once that trial starts, that's when it really matters. So this trial really doesn't matter. And a lot of people are putting a lot into it because, and I am too, I'll come uncover this every single day. Um, because it's important to lay the groundwork for what's coming future. But when and if this turns into a slap on the wrist or whatever Sussman gets, that's not what's important. What's important is the discovery, and that's why we're going to cover it every day. Let's do a quick Q-dig. There are two Q-posts that come up when you search for Perkins Coy. The first one that comes up is October 4th, 2018, on 23... The October surprise. Isn't that interesting? Red October. Um... 2331 came in at 1224 Eastern. It is a Hill article that we read last week. Russia collusion bombshell. DNC lawyers met with the FBI on the dossier before it was released. Read carefully. Then it's the Q post 126 that we talked about before. The anatomy of a spy op. Fusion GPS. Shell Company 2. To CrowdStrike. To No Name McStain who then gave it credibility. Perkins Coy to Shell 2 to No Name McCain. Washington Free Beacon to Shell Company 1 to No Name McStain. And that is how you turn a political smear using a Republican rhino who is now six feet under. All right. It says former FBI General Counsel, General Counsel James Baker met during the 2016 season with at least one attorney from Perkins Coy, the Democrat National Committee's private law firm. There you go. And Sussman is is quoted in there as well in the uh, as as working for them. This is October 4th, 2018, when we first did the dig on this, and now we are learning that yes, indeed, James Baker and just testified to that fact. It's funny how that works, isn't it? So there's, that's the first Q post that comes up. The second one is, again, a very important Q post that came in on May 8th, 2020, as Q is reminding us about why this is so important. 4153 came in on May 8th, 2020 at 1341. It says this, CrowdStrike testimony, RE, DNC, and Russia, quote-unquote, hack. 
No direct evidence, manipulation of the source, computer-to-computer transfer, speed, slash hack, internal download, terminal speed one, hand-to-hand transfer. As we have heard many people say that it was not a hack, it was a transfer via a thumb drive. WikiLeaks published versus Seth Rich 187. MS-13, geolocation, and interning for the DNC can be very deadly. All witness reports, non-evidence, Russia, POTUS, connect. The, uh, dossier primary vehicle, FISA, special counsel to impeach. Dossier discredit prior to. It was known that this was garbage. No name, McCain, cyst. Senator Stamp is credible. FBI floor 7, DNI coats, POTUS, Presidential daily briefings, that's Obama was daily briefed on this. And he knew exactly that it was all known to be garbage. FBI Floor 7, the DNI, the CIA, the DNC, to the White House primary bulk collection. FBI seven, Floor 7, DNC, Hillary Rodham Clinton for president. DNI Coates, CIA, White House, FISA 4, upstream collection primary target, POTUS Cross 1-9, meaning they had a FISA warrant on the president of the United States, and they spied on him and anybody who talked to him. FISA 1, upstream collection primary target, classified Cross 1 through 3. FBI Floor 7, DOJ, Loretta Lynch, Bill Clinton coordinated a tarmac meeting. Unofficial, Hillary Rodham Clinton, E, discuss can't remember what we figured out about that E. There's a lot of theories on that. Uh, discuss, exchange, su- Supreme Court security detail, planning coordination, Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton. The, the summary of that is throw away the email investigation, ties into all of this corruption. DOJ, Loretta Lynch instructs Comey, PR1, Paul Ryan, to drop all charges on, on Hillary, mainstream media. D- gets involved. DOJ, Loretta Lynch instructs language RE report, Hillary Rodham Clinton, classified, careless. <laughs> Amazing how that works. FBI Floor 7, deep cover operatives, crosswalk, CIA to FBI, Peter Strzok. There you go. Again, this is May 8th, 2020. Peter Strzok is in a lot of these. FBI Floor 7 assists, CIA domestic spy avoidance, CIA non-USA charter. Why? Because the CIA can't spy on domestic citizens. <sighs> Nor can the FBI, by the way. So they in, in, they helped with, they had uh, the Five Eyes partners in the United Kingdom and Australia and other places like Mossad uh, help get involved with this as well. FBI assist. CIA pull down umbrella spy five eyes unofficial five eyes United Kingdom Australia re-verify authorization unusual request special instruction UK assist Christopher Steele to Bruce Orr to Nelly Orr to Fusion GPS Shell 2 company FBI floor 7 CIA spy insert 1 through 3 Australia assist POTUS campaign FBI floor 7 James Baker to Perkins Coy Shell 2 FBI floor 7 in- insurance 1 through 4 FISA targets 1 through 4 Flynn Page Papadopoulos Manafort FBI floor 7 White House POTUS non target uh, DOJ Rod Rosenstein wear a wire in trap to force fail move number 2 uh, DOJ push sessions to recuse FBI Floor 7, in the park, discuss Mueller, POTUS, FBI 2, regain control, i.e. they wanted to get Mueller in control of the FBI again to make sure that they could cover this up. FBI Floor 7, Rod Rosenstein appoints Mueller as a special counsel. 
DOJ Rod Rosenstein number two, class 1-99, scope memo, targets FISA one through four, initiate immediate gag order, and force comply versus POTUS. Rod Rosenstein, Air Force One, and POTUS, background, Soros Hussein, Hillary Rodham Clinton, mainstream media plus social media. Hollywood, propaganda push, coordinated, established one through seven, movements, Antifa, silence, stop, endorse POTUS Pro Q. What does all that mean? Take it for yourself. Take it in for yourself. Put it all together. And what does it mean? A giant conspiracy to cover up Hillary Clinton's treasonous email scandal, selling American secrets to our enemies, covered up and continue to be covered up to the point where they stole an election over it. If you search Peter... You get a ton of posts about Peter Strzok, and I don't remember exactly how to spell his name, so I'm trying to find it. Um, <laughs> you get a lot of Peters. In the, there it is, Peter Strzok. Uh, Peter Strzok comes up in a lot of Q posts. Um, if you just search Strzok, you get a loving Q post, and one of the ones that comes up is one of the ones that pops up yesterday as well. The FBI chain of command of the mid-year investigation all fired because of their cover-up of Hillary's classified information, as well as attempting to, uh, not attempting to, setting up a sitting president and a, and a half of Congress spying on them, all kinds of stuff. The truth about all that will probably never be told, but um, that is the truth. So Strzok comes up a bunch. Focus on the FBI for now. Rabicki fired. Baker fired. McCabe fired. Comey fired. We've done, we've done this cue post a lot of times, but I just like repeating it. Pre-step, cooperating witness. Strzok, cooperating witness. Page, cooperating witness. Think about the above. Only the above. You get the picture of how deep this goes now? Indeed, we do. The first one that comes up is worth a read. It is on December 4th, 2017. Have you been watching the news since Friday? Who is Peter Strzok? How was he compromised? How was he paid? Who is Melissa Hodgman? Company, title, date of promotion. Focus on the date. Do the dig yourself. Look up Melissa Hodgman and Peter Strzok and see what you find. What events are a Peter recently occurred that you know now? Think Hillary Rodham Clinton's emails, Wiener, laptop, etc. The dates. Dates of the promotion of his wife. How do they stack the deck? How do they want? What? Well, who do they want inside the government? What are puppets? How do you control a puppet? Who's the number two in the FBI? McCabe. What's his wife connection? What What is a pattern? Follow the wives. Keep watching the news uh, this week. Future proofs past. Reread the crumbs, the small ones. How many Democrats and Republicans will not seek re-election? We saw that earlier today in the beginning of the show. Why? What just passed in the Senate? Why? Who is their new handler? Do as they're told? Why is this relevant? Do you not understand the government is being gutted publicly? Bottom to top. Hussein Iran connection bombs away. Merry Christmas. Q. Uh, the good old days. There you go. There's a rewind on some Q posts there for you today, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us here today. Hope you're enjoying the show. We got lots to get through still. As there are still... About 10 articles I got to get to in about a half hour, so we're going to have to pick up the pace here today. Uh, Enrique Alvarado, Elias, you are letter E smearing son of a bitch. Indeed he is. Uh, Elias is E, I think. Good call, Glenn. Good call on that. Uh, McStain, indeed. So good to see you guys are all out there. I missed a bunch of gold pills out there today. Tennessee, Tim with some shades. TAC 264, They the way to God is through your heart, not man's structures. Amen. Thank you for that kind of, those words. And helping me 
<laughs> get it out there. Person Dick with the phone, God bless. Philly Three Garden, thank you for the can. Cheers to M3. Chandra with a cookie and Glenn with 128 gold pills. 2,045 gold pills. Thank you guys very much today for all your support. I appreciate you guys very much. Let me say hello everyone over there on Rumble and the other platforms. How are you guys doing out there today? Thanks for all the lurkers over there on Tiger Network, Tor3.com. Goody78 from Restricted Republic. Merrick Garland is going after Trump on criminal charges regarding January 6th. What would happen if they arrested Trump? Would all hell break out? Good question. Um, they are going to, going to continue with the frivolous lawsuits against Trump, and that will they're going to try to make it so he can't run for office in 2024, and they will likely lose every, any and all of those bids because Trump has an excellent legal record, and he has basically proven that he is very clean when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh, they, it's funny that Elias says that he 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 tells Trump that he's Trump weaponized the legal system when it's actually Elias who weaponized the legal system against President Trump and anyone who doesn't like the radical left. What's good, Twitch? Good to see you guys out there. Ganaz with a new follow. Thank you for that. Tony Schaus, good to see you. Hope all is well. God bless you. And Martin K with a new follow as well. Thanks, guys. Freestyle Girl says, Gitmo, indeed. They have all of the info. Derm could just pull out the video of the true confessions, but we have to do it this way. It does suck that we have to do it this way, right? Because we have to make sure that we're bringing the public along with this and people understand how important this stuff is. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, you know how how much this gets, how far this goes. You know what I'm saying? Is it going to go to President Obama? I mean, come on, man. I just don't see it. I think there's going to be a lot of potential cover-ups in the play, but mostly, hopefully, the right people uh, be held accountable. That's all we can ask for. And in the meantime, we got to focus on what we can do. And that is why General Flynn's uh, precinct strategy, you know, pushing for local strategy is a genius move. <clears throat> so there you go. The only thing, Cat Rocks, is we're no longer miserable. We're pissed now. Exactly. That is indeed harassment. <laughs> it is indeed harassment. They're going to continue to harass him. Uh, it's going to be ridiculous, man. Can you imagine how many, how much uh, money he spends on lawsuits, man? I mean, that's crazy, dude. Uh, faith unseen. Let me read that. Where did it go? Faith unseen, but more real than any anything in this world. Indeed. Um, they they they're gonna release monkeypox on us. Yeah, don't worry. Don't 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 try to predict the future. We're all none of us can predict the future. That's for sure. I know that much. Uh, none of us knows what's gonna happen in the future. We just gotta, in my opinion, if we just stay positive and live in the light of God every day, everything else works itself out. That's what I say. So that's what I try to do. Cat Rock's good to see you. Spread this information, indeed. Running down the street with hazy, crazy hair. <laughs> oh, man. Pterodactyl, good to see you as well. Hope all is well. Um, all right, let me keep moving here today. Uh, let's see what I got here. Still got lots more here. All right. Um, you know that DC is having an abortion hearing right now? <laughs> Shit's crazy, dude. These people are insane, man. But a witness at the abortion hearing leaves Jamie Raskin reclaiming his time. (laughs) First of all, check this out. Representative Mike Johnson says, how does one qualify as, as fully human? What makes a human being? When you can't get somebody to answer a simple question as what makes a human being, 
you know they might be the dumbest person on the planet, and therefore they're going to be called to testify in D.C. You're not going to answer this question, but how about this one? How does one qualify as fully human? What makes a human being? What makes a person a human being is them being born, number one. That's why we have birthdays. Oh, when you're born is what is what makes you a human. Got it. Thank you, thank you. It's it's good to know that. You know, I need I need an expert like a doctor to help me explain these things and what makes a human being. Jamie Raskin had had a question too. This is hilarious. Take called is candidly and openly calling for a nationwide ban on all abortions with no exceptions for rape or incest. And if I've got that wrong, I would invite Ms. Foster to correct me. Do I have it wrong, yes or no? Um, if we added rape and incest exceptions, would you vote for it? Uh, okay, I reclaim my time, of course. Uh, the, this is a position for government-compelled childbirth in all cases so extreme that it excludes the vast majority of Americans of all political persuasions. Talk, for example, to our Republican colleague Nancy Mace, who has written movingly of her own rape at age 16, and she refused to stand down before anti-choice extremists. Hey, genius. They didn't abort her, and she's in Congress now. Jackass. Raskin's such a scumbag, dude. But anyways, I just want to let you guys know that D.C. was holding a hearing on... on, uh, Creating legislation to legalize abortion. What a concept. <laughs> they're wasting so much time on radical left policies that they're never going to get anything done because they just keep going so far to the radical left that is just laughable, dude. All right. Uh, Tech 264, uh, at conception, woman carries a new person with independent DNA. Indeed, Tech 264. Thank you. Denise said there's five cases of monkeypox in the United Kingdom already. That's great. Maybe we'll all die from monkeypox. And they'll force another vaccine on us. Uh, they're, they probably will. Well, they're that evil that they probably would go that far. From the Stu Peters show, had an interesting discussion about Sheriff Mac. I don't know if you guys saw this. All children are children of God, no matter how they were conceived. Cat rocks, God bless you. Birth, what is birth, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a doctor, so I'm not, I don't really know. CPS rips kids from constitutional sheriff, criminal mafia-style kidnappings. You guys know that I have done a lot of reporting on child protective services and the evil that happens around them and judges that, well, decide that they're parents, not the parent. Richard Mack is a former sheriff of Graham County, Arizona, and a leader in the constitutional sheriff's movement. But before all that, Richard was a a detective. His job was to spot telltale signs of crime and sniff it out to bring down the bad guys. One of the crimes he learned to watch was for child abuse, and his experience on this front was personal. His son was divorced, and his ex-wife moved to Kentucky with their children. CPS gave them to the mother full-time, even though there was no evidence of abuse or bad parenting on the part of his son. 
At least one on at least one occasion, Sheriff Max says CBS held hearings removing his son's parental rights without even notifying him. His son's ex-wife just accused him of abuse, and that was enough. All he got was supervised visitation, and even then, his ex-wife made ridiculous claims that he was beating the children, apparently right in front of her. It was an absurd lie, and of course, on the top of that, the ex-wife was held in contempt of court. Thanks to all this, Sheriff Mack hasn't seen his grandchildren in 10 years. Now his son is suing CPS, but the story doesn't end there. Sheriff Mack had another grandchild, his daughter's son in Arizona, taken away by CPS after she was coerced by a counselor to call CPS on her husband. Instead of letting Sheriff Mack and his wife take the boy, they simply threw him, a two-year-old, into a foster home. Stories like that happen every day in America. It happens in blue states and in red states. It happens in people of every race. It happens to people who have never voted in their lives. And it happens to elected officials, as we saw yesterday and we're seeing again today. It is, um, I appreciate, I don't know much about Stu Peters, but I appreciate him for highlighting this issue because it's something that means a lot to me. It's something that happens every day. And it is, it is interesting to watch as, as whack job parents will destroy the life of a child because of their politics. Sad world we live in. All right. How much time do I have? A half hour. This is General Flynn's filing that I wanted to spend the whole show reading, but I only got a half hour left. So um, let me see if I can. I don't think. Let me see if General Flynn has a, has something that he said about this, a summary about this. Um, I thought he had something out there that um, that he put out there, a statement or something. Maybe not. I, I think maybe it was Tracy Beans. Yeah, it was Beans. Here we go. Let me find this here. All right. Um, As reported by Tracy Bean's official, also revealed in the recent OMB complaint filed by General Flynn, FBI agent Joseph Pienka and the other agent in the room during the infamous January 24th meeting with General Flynn in the White House allegedly lied to the FISA court in order to obtain a FISA warrant on General Flynn. <laughs> Pienka comes up in Q post too. Hold on. I just want to, you guys know I can't let this go. I got I have to do a quick dig on this to see if, if there's any nuggets on Pienka. Nope, he doesn't. Okay, never mind. I'm wrong on that. I could have sworn Pienka does come up, but maybe not. All right. Um... As part of the efforts to stop Trump, FBI agents, including Pienka, made false statements to the FISA court during the investigation on General Flynn. Further, the FBI lied to the FISA court, proceeded with an investigation into Flynn's supposed Russia ties when they knew he had none. Interesting. Also in the latest Flynn filing, uh, the government, we learned that General Michael T. Flynn was also being surveilled under a FISA warrant, which was obtained under after false statements to the court. Massive new piece to the puzzle, hat tip to Washington Pundit. Interesting as well. Prosecutors didn't blame Russia for the hack. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so that's pretty much the summary of it. Um, 
let me. I might. I might see if I have time to do this. Let me see if I can fit this in. I would really like to read that. Um, all right. So check this out. Mom reads aloud. Purported assignment given to daughter. School board cuts her mic because it's too obscene. If you have any children or people or uh, immature people in the room, change the channel. Change the channel or uh, okay. mute. mute. Thank you. I'm going to read you an assignment given to my 15-year-old daughter at a local high school. This will be horrifying for me to read to you, but that will give you perspective on how she must have felt when her teacher required her to memorize this and to act it out in front of her entire class. I don't love you. It's not you. It's just I don't like your dick or any in that case. I cheated, Joe. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I, I don't. Thank you so much for your. Thank you for your uh, comment. Forgive me. I, we're not using profanity. Are you? Okay. The teacher this, this required my daughter to read, memorize this, and read this pornographic material. Excuse me, please don't engage with the audience. Okay. Uh, sorry, so my please continue your public comment. Your your time is, you've got one at, one minute and 19 seconds. Um, I ask you simply, this is a public meeting. I ask for decorum, um, and I'm asking Dr. Jara. Thank you so much. Dr. Jara? I just, if you don't want me to read it to you, what was that like for my 15-year-old daughter to have to memorize pornographic material? And um, and okay. memorize it and torture. Madam President, Thanks, members sir. of the board, staffs on this. Um, we can have the region superintendent. Unbelievable. I hope you guys are watching what your children and grandchildren are doing and warning your children and grandchildren about this crap. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to read you an assignment. Give. <clears throat> Excerpt from the Daily Caller. Mom reads out loud, preferred assignment given to the daughter. Scrubber cuts her mic because it's too obscene. Uh, do I? Does it have any more information on it? No, that's all it has. Nonetheless, the fuckery continues. It's the teacher required it, and they approved of it, and they're offended. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, it is disgusting what's happening in our schools these days and hopefully parents are waking up to it burying democracy in the guise of health mep anderson reveals the true motives behind the world health organization treaty god bless the the this german mep who is speaking up about it well my name is christine anderson i'm an elected representative for the german people in the eu parliament and i uh, try to serve their best interest if you uh, give executive powers to a non-elected body, then you no longer have democracy, you no longer have uh, accountability of elected officials, and who will the citizens hold uh, uh, accountable for taking, uh, be, having been taken away their rights? Who will they make respo hold responsible for this? You know, uh, In theory, and I have to say in theory, elected representatives you no longer, or you, they, they run the risk of not being elected again if they screw up. 
but a non-elected body, the, the citizens have no recourse in, anymore whatsoever. And this is not how democracy is supposed to work because you are taking away the, the rule by the people for the people. That's what you take away with this. And people need to understand if this treaty goes through, you can bury dem democracy altogether. It's done with. They uh, have the right to call out a pandemic. And once they do, they will seize executive powers of the member states. So it's now the, not the government, the, let's say the German government in our uh, instance, that will impose restrictions on us that we could theoretically fight. Even that was you know, hard enough to do. But how, how are you going to go against WHO? I mean, you can't drag them into court. You can't threaten them to, to not elect them anymore. They don't care. I mean, they're funded by, by the, the, the richest of the super rich people in the world. They don't care. They have all the money, and they don't care about fundamental rights or democracy. If they say, you will stay at home for as long as I tell you, you will. There's always hope. And... Uh, this is a German EMP, um, German MEP Anderson. Uh, there is a, a quite a few things you can do. Um, it's not easy, but for one, get involved. You know, uh, take an interest in what's actually happening because that's part of their game. They re removed these decision-making decision so far away from you, they're counting on you no, to no longer care so they can do whatever the hell they want, you know, without you ever knowing it. So get involved, you know, uh, stay on top. Uh, and I know this is hard because they're doing everything to make it as hard as possible. Um, I mean, a lot of people nowadays work two jobs, you know. I understand when you're coming home and uh, having worked two jobs, you don't want to be bothered with politics or, you know, decision making, none of that. But you have to, because if you don't, then they will walk all over you. And that's what they're doing. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Um, and, you know, you kind of see, need to see the big picture. It's various different mechanisms, instruments, crises they need to fight, whatever, uh, integration of, of EU, have the super state. But you need to see the big picture, the goal of all of this. It's abolition of democracy, taking away uh, uh, your freedom, and it's no longer to having abide by the rule of law. That's what they're trying to do. So get involved. Now, um, luckily, MEPs are elected. So write to your MEPs and let them know what you do not want. And if they vote for this, that, or the other, then tell them, I will not vote for you anymore. That gets them scared, you know? So there's, every once in a while, there's like a campaign, but it's usually run by the left side, you know? So we get like thousands of emails, you know? It's basically pretty much the same thing, um, urging us to vote for this or not vote for this or whatever. But that's what people need to do. Let your MEPs know what you will tolerate and what you will not tolerate. And let them know in no uncertain terms that you will not stand for anyone taking any rights away from you. Uh, another thing you could do, if you don't want to write emails, it might actually be better to write letters to their offices, 
you know, pointing out an issue that you do not agree on. Um, organize, uh, talk to people. If there is, you know, other citizens around you organizing protests, join them, you know, voice your opinion, be there, be in our faces, because that's what we need in order to represent your interests. So, like I said, get involved and, ah, oh, for God's sake, turn off your TV. <laughs> Seriously, I turned off my TV a long time ago and I will have to say it was very beneficial to my mental health. I would completely have to agree with that. <laughs> Good stuff from MEP Anderson, German MEP, <coughs> who will remind us that the world is not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. The vigilant fox is always on fire. Ducey throws a curveball to the Jean-Pierre disinformation board shut down because of disinformation. You think the board was mischaracterized, then the disinformation board is being shut down because of disinformation? Is that what's happening here? Look, I mean, the, the board was put forth for a purpose, right? To make sure that we really did a, a, uh, really did address what was happening across the country when it came to disinformation. And it's okay it's right all, now, but, no, it's, it's just going, it's, it's going to pause. There's been a mischaracterizations from outside, uh, outside forces. And so now <laughs> what we're gonna do is gonna, we're gonna pause it and we're gonna do an assessment. But the work does the work doesn't stop. We're still going to continue the work. The DHS is still going to continue. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> oh God. These people, dude. <laughs> she is a joke, dude. It is it is laughable how freaking stupid these people are, dude. I mean, that that's who that's who your pick is to represent the administration. That's actually that makes perfect freaking sense. Pro Trump electors in Wisconsin hit with the first of its kind lawsuit as they're trying to speaking of lawfare as they're trying to use the law to to not allow people to speak up for the truth. A lawsuit filed by a group of Wisconsin scumbags and, and Nazis on Tuesday takes aim at Trump backers who claim to represent the state's valid slate of 2020 presidential electors, despite President Biden's victory there. Like, there's no proof that Biden didn't win, so what are you guys talking about? Oh, God. First of its kind, litigation seeks to hold accountable a dozen named defendants it accused of perpetrating a fraudulent scheme to undermine our democracy by attempting to bypass the will of the Wisconsin voters. Yeah, that's exactly what freaking happened. Quote, this is not how we do elections in the United States, said Mary McCord. Oh, will you look at their executive director for the Institute of Constitutional Advocacy and Protection at Georgetown. Mary McCord. Well, 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 is this this isn't the same Mary McCord that I know is in Q post, is it? It's always good to find that old scumbag out there somewhere. You out there, Mary? Yeah, you're in there in three Q posts. It's funny how that works. I wonder why you're doing this now. You don't have a job at the FBI anymore? Is that or the DOJ? What did you used to do there, Mary McCord? Oh, that's right. Where are you? Where are you, Mary McCord? I can't find you. Control F. Control V. McCord. Mary McCord. There you go. Uh, 
acting assistant attorney general, acting head of the DOJ's National Security Division. She got fired and was forced out of her job because, uh, well, she helped cover it up for Hillary Clinton, and then she furthers go on to fix an election. All of these same people are involved in all of this stuff. It's amazing how that works, isn't it? Boy, she doesn't have that job anymore, you know? She had a really good job with the government, and somehow she doesn't have it anymore. But now she's, this is not how we do elections. Oh, yeah? So, so how is it that we do elections, Mary McCord? Is, is it completely rigging them so that you make sure you get your people in play? And then when it, when the truth comes out, you go after the people who actually stood up for the, the voters of Wisconsin? These people are scumbags, dude. When your candidate loses, you don't get to just go and vote and submit your ballots as though the candidate won. Uh... Trump didn't lose, you fucking moron. Have a nice day. Good luck with your lawsuit. Leftist students violently disrupt Tea Party USA high school meeting in Missouri. Uh, the FBI out there, are you listening? Usually you're out there every day listening. And you said you said you wanted me to report to you if I knew about any violent groups. I found one. I found one right here. Left-wing student activists in Missouri vandalized the Tea Party USA group's, group's materials and then violently flipped over the table, shattering the glass, a stunt that caused the administration to shut down the group's meeting. Left-wing students at, at a Turning Point USA meeting in Lee Summit West High School in Missouri. So, FBI, here are your domestic terrorists right here stopping people from organizing for with the best of America. The disgruntled leftist students forced their way into the school's library where the meeting was being held and used violence and intimidation to instill fear in the conservative group advocating for basic principles that align with the nation's founding, according to Turning Point USA. Here is the result of their actions as the intimidation tactics by leftist scumbags continues. And it's not going to stop anything. It's not going to stop it. Right? I don't care what these people fucking try. I don't care how hard they want to try to stop us. Nothing will stop us. We went from, from flipping the house in 2010 to putting a president in power. And now we're going to destroy you in, the, in this nation's midterms. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. You are witnessing watching the systematic destruction of the radical left Democrat party Nothing would stop what is coming. Pentagon watchdog finds Trump officials illegally retaliated against whistleblower Vinman. Hmm. The Department of, of Defense Inspector General on Wednesday concluded that Army, Army Colonel Yevgeny Puppet Man Vinman faced legal retaliation after filing ethics complaints against President Trump and senior national security officials in the administration. The findings close out a 2020 complaint by then Lieutenant Colonel Vinman, who served as the senior ethics official of the National Security Council during the Trump administration. In his complaint, then Lieutenant Colonel Vinman, he was promoted to a Fulbright Colonel in 2021, alleged that Trump officials targeted him for making several protected complaints for his association with his twin brother, Lieutenant Colonel Alex Vinman, a key witness in the first Trump impeachment proceedings. Wow, I didn't even know Vinman had a twin brother. That's crazy. Quote, we found based on preponderance of evidence that the complaint was subject to unfavorable personnel actions from administration officials, the inspector general report concluded. Furthermore, we concluded based on a preponderance of the evidence that these actions would have not occurred or been withheld absent the complainant's protected communications. So there you go. 
Um, Vinman ac- accused Ellis, a former national security deputy legal advisor, and John Eisenberg, former deputy House White House counsel and national security legal advisor, of giving him an adverse rating on his evaluation report and for not recommending him to end the tour. Uh, well, there's this is so ridiculous, man. Vinman is in deep fucking shit in with Zelensky and the rest in <laughs> in Ukraine. And what does the Pentagon Inspector General do? You know what? You know what else? Isn't the Pentagon Inspector General like uh, the former Inspector General of? No, that he's in the he's in the Department of Defense now. Yeah, huh? That's crazy, dude. So who knows what the hell's going on there? Um, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how this Vimin thing plays itself out. I'm just going to put it that way. There is much more to the story that meets the eye on this stuff. And when and if that stuff comes out, <laughs> Vinman ain't going to be filing any lawsuits or doing anything to anybody. New UFO footage. I got to see this. You guys you guys know me. I can't help myself. If there's new UFO footage, I have to watch it. So let's check it out. This is video one. 2021 fly movie. There's no sound in this, so. That jet is up there. And are we looking outside of a uh, civilian aircraft window? Is that what we're... Is that shitheads talking? Okay. I think that was shithead talking. What are we are looking out a window of an airplane here? No, dipshit. Uh, Okay. Is, is, is something I'm supposed to be seeing here? <laughs> oh, right here. Right there. Huh. Okay, so that's interesting. The video showed the reflective spherical object zoomed past the aircraft. It was classified as one of the unexplained phenomena that concluded by a Navy intelligence expert. So there you go. Are you? Are we alone? <laughs> the universe is a vast and wide area. <laughs> uh, what do I got left here? Dick Army behind the scenes that takes on Congress. And eh, that was just something to check out. Uh, let's go see if there's anything breaking out there, and then uh, we'll wrap the show up with FCC ED and the DOJ. As always, let's see what's going on out there in Telegram Babylon B. Surprising study reveals half of Joe Biden's Twitter followers are real. <laughs> uh, Seth Keshel out there doing work, man. God bless Captain Keshel. Hopefully, all is well on his front. Going to make it. We aren't <laughs> gas prices. They're talking ten dollar gas prices. Five states hold primaries, and Uncovered DC has a summary. Garrett Ziegler's family is out there, and so is now the Hunter Biden. I asked a question on Twitter yesterday and True Social, Twitter, True Social, and uh, Telegram. Why is everybody? Why are they releasing the the Biden laptop stuff now in the, the week of Durham's filings? Of all times to put it out there, they've had this stuff for how long? And, and now is the day they release it. I don't get. I don't get it, dude. 
Um, let's see. Tracy Beans, Texas Court Watch. She's got the foster kids one up there, too. Good to go. I, I love it when I see a plan come together on that front. DC Inquirer, legendary golfer Jack Nicholas is destroying cancel culture because, well, cancel culture is retarded. And so are the people who talk about it. So are the people that say, I'm non I'm non-binary. I'm a, my gender is what I want it to be. They're freaking stupid people on the planet. Don't let them get away with it. You don't have to live in clown stupid world with these people. Testosterone treatment turns out Democrat voters are more conservative. <laughs> that, that could be the problem with these soy boys. There could be a serious testosterone crisis among the left, and that's really the problem. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense, actually. Man who recorded himself uh, savaging elderly nursing home patient has the case dismissed. What the fuck? Uh, new stuff from the Vigilant Fox. Australian Prime Minister now admits that people are largely dying with, not because of COVID. Yeah, you think? He's also selling himself out to the World Economic Forum in China because he's a scumbag. Senator Cotton Disinformation Board paused because Americans people found out about it. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And checking in with police frequency, Michigan, uh, Dearborn, Michigan, police pursuit and arrested an accused man of starting a fire outside of Dearborn supermarket. Interesting. Look at this. Dearborn police, a man pursued free radio for starting a fire, fire at, Dearborn Fresh. I'm on scene. at a Dearborn supermarket. Okay. We'll get it. Okay. I'm going to assist at Dearborn Fresh. Lights out. traffic. Yikes. Sorry about the loud noise. It's a, uh, it's Holy shit. Three, I'm ramming Three, okay, ramming the vehicle. <laughs> that car is trashed. I want to see if they catch him. Who's this guy? I don't know. Go back in your car. Go back in your car. Go back in your car. Caught. Charles and Michaels. Congrats to Dearborn Police. I wanted to see, because Dearborn is like little Iran. If you, I don't know if you guys know that, but it is. Or little Middle East, I should say. Um... Dallas, Texas, people are asking at a Black Lives Matter rally about Black Lives Matters using donations funds. Huh, interesting. Uh, Miami police, police are pursuing a suspected stolen vehicle in Broward County, suspect in custody, a smash and grab in El Monto. Good work, Biden. Way to go, way to go. Uh, that's pretty much it for breaking out there. All right, two minutes left. FCCED, let's check in with these guys real quick, see if there's anything new. U.S. lands a top spot of the world's biggest enabler of financial secrecy in the new index. <laughs> United States is the world's largest enabler of financial secrecy. The Cayman Islands and Bermuda are next. <laughs> uh, that's unless you are a normal citizen like me. Then they don't give a flying fuck about you. Nigeria, former Speaker of the House reps. Arrested over suspicious payments. Goldman Sachs, a $79 million deal with one NDB scandal. Checking in with the Department of Just Us to see if they figured out justice. I doubt it. All kinds of speeches, though. 
Ship chief engineer pleads guilty to intentional discharge of oily waste and obstruction of justice in New Orleans. Um, Garland meets with Supreme Court about judicial security. Georgia man charged with hate crimes and firearms offenses. Agreement to provide community-based services to children with disabilities in Rhode Island. Seven South Korean companies agreed to pay approximately $3.1 million settlement of False Claims Act for bid rigging on the U.S. Department of Con- Defense contracts. U.S. citizen and four Chinese intelligence officers charged with spying on prominent dissidents, human rights leaders, and pro-democracy analysts. Federal jury uh, convicts two men for operating mass mailing fraud scheme targeting elderly and vulnerable victims. Justice Department settles immigration-related discrimination claim against India Staffing Company and a IT recruiter resolve discrimination claims, whatever. Florida pharmacy owner sentenced in Tennessee for multi-million dollar telemedicine pharmacy fraud scheme. And that will wrap the show up in a nice little bowl for you guys today as we get through another quick show today. Thanks for being here today, guys. As always, I appreciate you guys very much. Ganaz, good to see you out there today. Thanks for joining us here today. Scratch us our release. Thank you all very much for your support. 2,245 gold pills today. TAC 264, Tennessee, Tim, Persnick, Philly 369, Sean Joe, and Glenn. Without you guys, I could not be doing a show today. Thank you very much. God bless you guys for being here today. Everyone over there on Rumble, JC Bird with the with the Rumble rant. God bless you back, brother. Thank you for being out there, and thank you for the support, as always. Can't do this without you guys. Rumble, have a great evening. Thanks for being here today, and thank you for hitting that plus button at the very bottom right there. If you're not a subscriber yet, how come? Come on, man. Thanks for being here today. JC Bird with a 1,000 bits over there on Twitch. 33 subscribers and 1,179 followers now. Thank you guys for being here today on Twitch. Garlic Press, We Fix Bonds, and Ganaz, new follows over there. Tony Shouse, thanks guys for being here today. Much love and God bless you all. And with that, Dunaha, have a great evening as well as all of you. Thank you for being here today as you are every day. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow at 5 Eastern, 4 Central for another edition of Uncensored Abe. God bless you all. No, I'll take.